No LeBron, no problem as new look Lakers impress in a very exciting win over the Golden State Warriors. They beat the Warriors 109-103. There is a lot to talk about today. Of course, the first time we got to see three of our newest additions. So let's just get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, really exciting win last night. You know, obviously, first time we got to see some of the new guys playing, you know, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, all those guys looked really, really good. So what were your thoughts in uh, last night's win? As did uh, Rui Hashimura, by the way. Uh, We shouldn't leave him out because he's only been with the team about 10 days. Yeah, Hannah, very, very exciting win last night. I think Laker fans were really happy to see the new additions. Uh, Malik Beasley had a rough night, but the other guys were very good. I mean, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, I mean, we have to talk about him a little. Uh, He was beyond, you know, exciting and great. Uh, And I like D'Angelo. I liked what I saw of him. You know, he's kind of the opposite of Russell Westbrook. He's kind of deliberate and he probes here and there. He's kind of slithery. Uh, as opposed to, you know, Westbrook just sort of being a torpedo shot out of a, a, a cannon all the time. But yeah, no, it was a very good start and it was a great team win. A lot of people contributed, Hannah. Yeah, you know, we actually had five guys in double figures. Dennis Schroeder was our, our leading scorer last night. He was a main man with 26 points as well as three assists, three rebounds. Uh, three for four from three-point range for Schroeder, seven for 12 from the floor overall. I mean, he was really our, our main man scoring because, of course, Anthony Davis actually struggled a bit from the floor, uh, to put it mildly, only five for 19 with only 13 points. But AD did have 16 rebounds, three blocks, and including two very key blocks late in the game that really solidified uh, that win for us. But you know, Dad... I think Laker fans have a a reason to be excited. Obviously, this is just one game, so we can't get ahead of ourselves. But uh, this team looked so much different than uh, the team before the trade deadline. I mean, so much energy, so much hustle, so much effort. I mean, really everyone contributed. Uh, You mentioned, you know, Rui Hachimura, 16 points, 6 for 11 from the floor as well as seven rebounds. Obviously, though, let's talk about, you know, the the main man that everyone's super excited about, Jared Vanderbilt, dad. Only played 17 uh, minutes, but in that 17 minutes, 12 points, eight rebounds, five for seven from the floor was just going absolutely crazy. Yeah, and four assists as well, Hannah. I know he was... He, he like, got shot out of a cannon when he first entered the game. I mean, he was so impressive that one of the ABC reporters at the end of the first quarter said, hey, maybe instead of interviewing the coach at the end of the quarter, we should interview Vanderbilt because he was just that good, Hannah. Yeah, and that's something that's, you know, really exciting for us to see because he's one of those guys, you know, we obviously needed another wing player, and that's exactly what he does. And to see that he's able to, you know, knock down his shots, play with so much energy, and really contribute right away. You know, obviously, it's going to take a bit for this team to kind of gel and get that chemistry, which is to be expected. But, you know, Dad, in their first showing, they looked really, really impressive. What did you think of uh, D'Angelo Russell last night? Obviously, D'Lo got the start. You know, that was kind of the big question mark going into the the game, uh, who was going to be in that starting five? Now, of course, uh, with LeBron not playing, we knew once he comes back, he'll obviously be in the starting five. But starting five was actually Troy Brown Jr., Rui, AD, D'Angelo, and Dennis Schroeder. Uh, but what did you think of uh, D'Lo last night? I liked him, Hannah. I, I was impressed. I think he fits well with his team. As I said, he's kind of the anti-Russell Westbrook. 
uh, you know, he can score, he can play make, but he's very careful and deliberate. You know, he's kind of slithery. Uh, he can get to the rim. He can knock down an outside shot. You know, I, I, I think he can play even better than he played yesterday. He can shoot better than he shot yesterday, although he was 50% from the floor. But I think he's going to be a very good addition. You know, he's he's definitely a, an older and more mature version of the D'Lo we knew as a 18, 19 year old kid. Yeah, and you know, in, in every interview that D'Lo's given, he's actually, you know, he's obviously addressed that and said, you know, listen, when I played for the Lakers, I was a kid. I, I'm a grown man now, and you know, I'm going to prove myself to this this team and the fans again because obviously, you know, didn't leave. Uh, the fans really on his side when he did leave. But, you know, I'm excited about D'Angelo Russell in this new acquisition. You know, 15 points, a six assists, five rebounds. I think really good, solid showing for his, you know, first time really running the, the floor for the purple and gold. So, so far, I mean, I've liked from what I've seen uh, these new players. I think it's exciting. Obviously, you know, the Warriors were playing without Steph Curry, but we were also playing without LeBron, and we were also playing in Golden State, Dad, and Golden State's 21-6 and at home, so this was a, a really impressive win, and one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that, you know, the Lakers actually closed this one out. Uh, they, they very easily... You know, could have just kind of folded. Um, they actually closed the game on a 16-7 to run, and that's what got us the win. And that was kind of something that previously in the season we weren't able to do. In a lot of close games, the Lakers would just kind of collapse in the final, you know, few minutes. And so to see this new team who hasn't even really played together, I don't even know if they've even had a full practice together yet, to be honest with you, in their first game, really kind of come together, get it together, and then close out the game to get the win, snap a Lakers three-game uh, losing streak, I was really impressed. Just especially on that aspect of things. Yeah, and that they did it with Anthony Davis having such a subpar offensive performance. He was really bad on offense, just really bad. But the team played together, as strange as it is, since they have new guys. Uh, and they really won it on the defensive side of the floor. There's no question about that. AD did have, as you mentioned, two huge blocks uh, down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Uh, and they all played really good defense. I, I got to say something about my man, Austin Reeves, who was guarding... Uh, uh, Clay Thompson for most of the night. Clay Thompson had had I think made like eighteen three pointers in his last two games, and and Reeves really really hustled and played really hard defense on him and was very instrumental. Reeves took one of the worst nastiest shots to his face that I've ever seen. I think it was in the first quarter. Uh, I, I was amazed that he even came back and played. But you know he did his kind of typical thing where he always seems to take charging you know, fouls from the other team. He always seems to cause offensive fouls, you know, for picks and things like that. The guy is just sort of a disruptor, and he had a very good defensive game. Yeah, you know, like when you look at Austin's stats, he only had eight points um, and, and two rebounds. So you wouldn't look at that and think, wow, he had, you know, a great game. Only shot two for five from the floor. But when you're actually physically watching the game, you see all the little things that he does that really are – deciding factors to be honest with you he is always the guy who just seems to be taking the charge like you said had two crazy elbows to the face I mean one of them I, I'm surprised he was actually able to come back into the game I mean that looked gnarly LeBron actually went over and had to make sure he was okay I mean that was a gnarly elbow to the face but Austin just is always out there doing the intangibles doing all the little things that really at the end of the day kind of lead up to us getting the win he just always seems to be at the right place Right time, although for him sometimes in his body, wrong time. But, you know, Austin, you know, really, really contributed last night and really played very well. And, you know, obviously there's a reason why Laker fans love him. 
Yeah, and he also closed the game last night. And, and again, that's because his defense was so good. You know, you, you got to play defense. Uh, and I'm, I'm speaking on defense, you know, I'm not ever going to say D'Angelo Russell is a great defender. I mean, it's pretty well known that that he's not, you know, a great defender. But, you know, he did, a, I thought, a respectable job on defense last night. He closed games. He he seemed to be hustling on defense and doing his best. So that was good. Look, Hannah, at least for one game, uh, there's room for optimism. There's room for excitement. But let's be realistic about it. It just is one game. We've seen the Lakers win big games other times this season where they followed it up with a with a horrible performance. So there's two games left before the All-Star uh, game. There's uh, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans is the last game, and the next game is against Portland in Portland. Look, these are two teams that are just ahead of the Lakers in the standings. I hate to say it, Hannah, but these, again, are must-win games for the Lakers. Absolutely. You know, at this point in time, every every game is a must-win game, and it's so frustrating. I've actually talked to so many people just in general, and we all tend to share the, the same sentiment, which is obvious. It's so frustrating that the Lakers got off to such a poor start, obviously that 2-10 and 10 start to start the season, and, of course, have had so many losses that really should have been wins because the West right now is so open. You know, the Lakers go on a little three, five-game winning streak, get these next two wins, and they could be, you know, fourth place in the Western Conference. You know, the, the West is so open right now, and it really sucks that they got off to such a, a strong or a, such a terrible start to the season and have not been able to close out so many games that they really should have won because the Lakers could, honestly, I know it sounds a little crazy, but had a few more games and, you know, gone their way the way it should have, the Lakers could be the number one team in the West right now, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know about that, but the, the reality is uh, these next two games, are so crucial because the Lakers are going to go into the All-Star break if they can win both these games, you know, three games back uh, uh, from 500. That's at least within striking distance, you know, so they can come back and try to go on a run after the All-Star break is over. But if they lose one of these games, they'll go into the All-Star break five games back. If they lose both of these next two games, they'll go back into the All-Star break six games back. And frankly, Hannah, that just may be too much to overcome. No, absolutely. And I think the big question mark on everyone's mind is, will LeBron James return uh, before the All-Star break? And, you know, to be honest with you, uh, I don't think anyone really knows. Now, Darvin Ham and, and Rob Plinko were actually asked about that, and he, they both kind of had the same, you know, sentiment that they're going to keep a very close watch on it. It's nothing too, too serious, but that LeBron wants to play. And he's been telling them, you know, every day he, he feels like he can play, he wants to play. So it sounded like through their interviews that he was going to return before the All-Star break. But of course, they're going to be extra, extra cautious. But it doesn't sound like it's anything that they're, you know, too concerned about. They're more so resting him out of, you know, precautionary measures. And of course, uh, because, you know, they want to make sure that he's okay. So that the, when the, the All-Star break, after the All-Star break, the Lakers can really go on a, a nice run and hopefully make their little playoff push. So it's going to be interesting to see see if uh, the King returns before the All-Star break because I think he's definitely itching to get back out there and help this team uh, make the playoffs. Yeah, Hannah, again, I, I just I don't want to say it too often or keep repeating myself, but these next two games really are critical. It's very important that the Lakers go into the All-Star break with at least within striking distance of breaking 500. But if they fall, you know, five games below 500 or six games below 500 at the All-Star break, I, I just have to believe that's too much to overcome from. There'll only be maybe 22 games left after the All-Star break. So, you know, next two games are crucial. I know I'm going to be watching, and I'm sure you will be too. Yeah, you know, I, I 
I, this is kind of even embarrassing to say on the air, but the other day when I was getting my hair done, uh, my hairdresser said I had a gray hair. And I'm only 26 years old, so that was a little upsetting to me. And I could only uh, account it to this Lakers season. I think the Lakers have given me uh, my first gray hair. I'm not happy about it. So I just want them to finish the, uh, the season out strong and make a little playoff run because this team is very capable of doing so. They just have to get it together for a full 48 minutes. But you know what, Dad? I know it may be a little early. It was just one game, but I'm liking what I'm seeing from this, this new look Lakers. I think we needed to make those trades. We got some new, young, fresh blood, some guys who are hungry, and they're ready to help this team you know, make the playoffs and, you know, really finish the season strong. So Laker fam, that is going to be it for today's podcast. But let me know what you thought of this new look Laker team. Who were you most impressed by in the win over the Golden State Warriors last night? And of course, do you think that LeBron James is going to be returning before or after the All-Star break? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Han and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.